0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Exploring Spirituality and Podcast, or Exploring Spirituality in College Podcast. Uh, I'm Dr. Chris Beggs. I'm host, and I'm here today with Amir Clark. Amir is a student leader at the University of Central Missouri. I worked with him on a couple projects, and I wanted to reach out to him to talk about his experience in college. I don't know much about what, if any, his spiritual background might be. And so this is a, gonna be a conversation for everybody learning something new. Anyway, Amir, tell people uh, who you are, what you study here uh, at the university and uh, a little bit about yourself.
1: All right, how you doing everyone? Uh, first, I wanna thank Mr. for uh, letting me be a part of his podcast, excited. Um, as you said, my name is Amir Clark. I am a senior at the University of Central Missouri, um, a campus leader with the president of Association of Black Collegians. Um, I am studying uh, biology with emphasis in pre-med. Hopefully one day, well not hopefully, one day I am going to become a uh, a physician's assistant, hopefully a pediatric one. Um, I currently work as a uh, EMT uh, part-time at, at night so then go to class during the day. Um, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm from a, I was raised by my mother. I have a younger sister, grew around a lot, used to live in Chicago, Seattle, Washington, um, so I feel like something I brought from my childhood and experience was being able to adapt.
0: So Yeah, tell me about that. So you grow up, you've been in different places. Uh how would you describe your spiritual background, if if at all? Uh my spiritual background, are you are
1: you mean like religion wise or do you mean like uh however you want to take it. Okay. Well, my family grew up as Jehovah's Witnesses. My grandma was really strict. Um, we went to the we don't we don't call it church we call it the Kingdom Hall, and the Kingdom Hall meets every uh, Sunday, and then we have Bible study on Tuesday. So, up until I was fourteen, I think all I pretty much knew was the uh, the Kingdom uh, was uh the Kingdom Hall and being Jehovah's Witness, and in that, um, it's it, you know we would define ourselves as Christian, but there are just some things that like uh, we would call worldly, as such as like uh like holidays we wouldn't celebrate holidays and you know things of that nature.
0: Yeah. And is that is that uh, an organization you are still a part of or uh, tell me what that's like for you now? Uh,
1: now, I feel like as I as I've gotten older, I was able to think for myself. And I think I was able to branch out from the jungle Witness and I would still call myself a Christian. Of course, I believe in God and, you know, high power and, and Jesus Christ. But I would just say along those lines of like how strict the religion was, um, I, I've kind of like ventured away from that. But I would do I would consider myself a Christian. You know, I pray daily whenever I'm in times of need. I pray. Um, I know there is a higher energy than myself and, you know, human beings out there. So I guess that's that's what I'm praying to.
0: Yeah. So, you know, students, when I talk to them, Amir, they say something similar to what you said, where they kind of they grow up and they've inherited this kind of understanding of the world and and of things beyond the world. Um, but then they talk about some, like a time where they find themselves maybe questioning or thinking through what it means for them. What was that process like for you? Is that something that moved through, you moved through pretty easily? Was it a lonely time for you? What was it like to be a mirror as you started kind of questioning some of the things you had inherited?
1: I, I think I think it was kind of strange. It it was something that was always in the back of my head. Like for example, I mentioned that we don't celebrate man-made holidays such as like um, like you know Halloween, Christmas. Only holidays we really celebrate would be like Easter. Um, so it was always weird growing up. You know, I'm like in the fourth grade, fifth, you know, fifth, third grade. All like, you know, all we care about in those days is candy. Yeah. So you know. Yeah so it's Halloween and you know it's November 31st and I mean November 1st and everybody's coming back with candy or you know what they were when they they were talking about what they were last night you know I I feel like I could never relate you know I never had the candy I could never say no one ever asked me Amir where were you because they already knew I was nothing you know I stayed home on October 31st so as I as I started going growing up I just realized that there's nothing really wrong with those holidays as long as you're like following the guidelines like as long as you're not you know, worshiping anybody else besides, you know, the God that you're supposed to worship. So I, you know, I always told for myself that when I get older, I want my, my children to experience, you know, Halloween, Christmas, because I feel like that's something that I missed out on in my childhood. Sure.
0: And, and as you started to make those choices, you know, and you're like thinking, you know, I think that some of this is more important than the rest of it, at least for the way that you, you wanted to live your life. Did it create any, any tension or hostility with that community or with your family or were people pretty understanding, supportive of you?
1: I think that people are definitely understanding of my wishes. My aunt, my aunt was the first person to venture out. I think it was in uh, 2014 or 2012. She, we had the, she had the first Christmas in our family, like in 50 years. Yeah. So she got a tree, she got her, she got my cousin's um, toys and all of that. So, That was weird to see. And then the next year she did it again. And the next year she did it again. So then it it just, I guess it kind of became like a thing that was like, okay, well, if Christmas Christmas is okay, then I guess the other holidays okay. So then we started celebrating um, like July 4th, like popping fireworks and, you know, having barbecues and things like that. So I feel like once my auntie started off, then it was okay for everyone else to accept it. Cause you know, as, as, as you just mentioned, as long as you're like, you know, celebrating within guidelines and not worshiping anyone, you shouldn't be, then it's okay. Cause some things are more important than others. And in that.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned right now that you're still praying. I'm trying to remember the phrase you said, higher power, higher sense. Mm -hmm. Um, What's that like for you when you're talking about, um, you know, still finding yourself practicing, Things like prayer or other types of uh, like traditions or practices. What does that
1: look like for you? Um to me it looks like I can be in bed and I'll roll over and I'll say a quick prayer. I always started off with uh, Lord, Lord and then I'll go and I always end it with in Jesus' name, amen. Um, but that's pretty much it. I could I'm I'm really not the one to, you know, get on get on the knees on the edge of the bed. Right. But I, if I'm driving, you know, I can say a quick prayer as long as I know that I'm comfortable and I have my privacy between me and, and you know, God and the higher being, then I feel like I'm all right.
0: Yeah, th- this year has been crazy. From, a lot of students have said that, you know, this year has been one of the hardest ones they've had. I'm curious for you, have you noticed your faith changing, staying the same? How would you describe it over the past year?
1: Um, I would say that my faith has definitely increased um, towards the beginning of the semester. I would say that my my motivation to do anything school related was lost, was right. lost. You know, we, you know, Corona hit in the spring. We had that long summer. So in that long summer, it's really hard for a student, you know, to get unfocused and lose that motivation to do school work, especially with so much going on. So I definitely, there's definitely been de- uh, plenty of conversations between me and Guy where I've said, can you just please, you know, the you know, there's only two months left. Can you please help me find the, you know, the perseverance, the motivation to keep going? Um, because, you know, with, with with if I have you with me, then I can do anything. And that's pretty much is how I go about it. Anytime I'm feeling down or, you know, if I have assignment, I just say, OK, OK, God, can you please, you know, help me find a path? You know, I, I have these two days where I really need to, like, you know, endure and sit down and get this work done. Can you help me find the motivation to do so? And, you know, I pretty much, you know, always find a way. You
0: mentioned just now kind of how you rely on God um, for support emotionally, you know. However, um, I'm curious, because I also know you're a student leader on campus, and there's some leaders who say, hey, I've got my faith, and the work I want to do as a leader, and they're separate. So you don't have to worry about maybe one influencing, influencing the other. And there are other leaders who say, no, my faith certainly informs the way I lead and inspires my leadership. Where do you find yourself? Do you find that, uh, that description similar to the way you approach it? Or how would you describe it?
1: Um, I would say that my faith helps me in a way that gives me the energy or, like I said, motivation to, to accomplish goals. Um, I, look at, I look at my faith as like a moral compass, almost as like guidelines and morals of how I should live my life not not the stories that are in the bible you know we look at them you know treat thy neighbor how to treat your parents you know how you should treat you know the elderly and that's how I really take that my faith and you know put it into my student leadership as as someone on campus you know I always try to be really respectful I always try to lend a hand to someone who's in need and you know any anytime I do something I always want to put my best my best effort
0: you know Amir you and I've talked you know in different times being a part of different projects about things happening on campus and how those impact students, but you and I have never talked about uh, spiritual things, religious things. We just haven't um, no, no. Is a conversation that you find yourself having with college students, with faculty,
1: or is it one that you don't have very often? Um, I, I, I wouldn't say that I do keep my faith separate just because, you know, in 2020, there are so many conflicts, you know, I don't want, you know, to tell someone that I'm a Christian and then they tell me that they're atheists. Or, you know, whatever Muslim or whatever religion they believe in, and they think that, you know, because we have different religions, we have uh, conflicting views, which is not always the case, which half the time is never the case. So I like to try and keep that separate, just like how I like to keep, um, you know, you want to keep religion and things like that separate from the workplace as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You don't want it to be a thing that creates barriers between you and other people. Right. Exactly. Right. Well, tell me, so you've talked about kind of like, through your life, how you grew up Jehovah's Witness, um, do you still identify as Jehovah's Witness, or do you, how would you uh, define yourself? I would,
1: say, I would say that my family identifies as Jehovah's Witness, as at this point, I would just say that I would just say I was a Christian. I, I, I think I say Christian just because it's easier for people to understand, you yeah. know, a lot of people are not familiar with Jehovah's Witness, and then that's like a whole other conversation that I'm just not trying to have at the time. Sure. So if i say christian you know you know people people know what christians are you know a lot of christians have the same moral same guidelines that we live by so i feel like it's a lot easier to tell people
0: yeah what's something about your faith that
1: you feel like people misunderstand um i feel like people i feel like they are we are trying to force ourselves upon you um you could talk about an aspect of the jehovah's witness or just just your beliefs or
0: or the of the the group that you come from something you feel is misunderstood by people who aren't in it
1: okay okay um i feel like sometimes something that's misunderstood is that when you have a success that you are supposed to give uh all glory to god and i feel like that's something that's always been inside of me where i feel like god he made it possible but it was still my hard work, my hard doing that allowed me to do this. Like he gives you the strength to complete your task, but you should not give all glory to God. You should still, you know, somewhat thank yourself because without you, I mean, you still did it at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. And you think some people have it twisted whenever they say, Oh, well, you know, Hey, I just ran this race in a world record time. And they say, Oh, all glory to God, but they've been out practicing and running every morning.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like not not only should you thank God for giving you the athletic ability, it's like you should think you should thank yourself for all the hard work that you've put in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. C- curious to you. You know, you talked about how people can misunderstand your faith and you don't want to be a barrier. It seems like some people think that this is a pretty divided time. Mm-hmm. Um, in what ways do you, do you think talking about these types of topics are more likely to, to push people apart or bring them together some people find them too controversial what do you think
1: um i w- can you repeat the question
0: yeah do you think talking about god and spirituality is is a con is too controversial to do in college or do you think that's something that we should do more of in college
1: um i think that's something that we should do more in college um i took a class my sophomore year called thinking through religions and i think in that course we went through 15 different religions and the common thing that they all had was that we we look to a higher power for, like I said, that motivation, you know, to keep going. And that's the common goal that we always look to, no matter what beliefs that you're in. We we want we want someone to answer our call and believe that someone's going to always be there with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's something that us in college students that we need sometimes. A lot of us, we do give up. Um, you know, there are nights that are hard. You know, we may have a test and, you know, That Thursday night just may be too hard and you may want to give up when you when you really need to study for, you know, an extra, you know, three hours. So having that faith, you know, really, I feel like pushes you forward to accomplish your goals.
0: Yeah. You know, Amir, I know you are passionate about supporting students and growing leaders. Um, In your mind, how can developing a deeper sense of spirituality for an individual be something that helps someone become a leader?
1: I think that developing a sense of uh, spirituality helps you become a leader because when you develop a sense of spir- spirituality, you, you see yourself and it's like almost in sort of a mirror. You see the flaws that you have, you see the, the things that you need to work on. And in order to be a leader, you have to know what you're good at and what you're bad at first before you can tell and lead someone else. And I feel like having that faith, which again, you know, that those morals, those guidelines, you know, having those and really just uh, strengthening them will help you become a better leader once you establish those. Yeah, Amir,
0: this is, I've really enjoyed this conversation. Uh, I got one more question for you. Um, you know, I'm creating this course uh, that I'm debuting in the spring, exploring spirituality in college, and we're hoping to 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 guide students through what it looks like to consider what it means for them to develop spiritually you know to form that part of them instead of ignoring it or by just letting it stay in the status quo the point of it is so that they kind of understand what their beliefs and values are and see if they can match those up with the kind of life that they're living now and the, the career and, and and life aspirations that they have but i'm curious for you now that you're a senior um if i were to put you in a room full of freshmen right mm, say right. And I'd say, hey, Amir, I'd like to to talk to them about um, investing in their inner selves, right? What are Mm -hmm. some things
1: you would say to them? Um, A class of freshmen on how to develop their inner self. Uh, I would probably, the first thing is is, uh, perseverance. Don't give up. You know, you have four years, you know, you're going to make mistakes. And all I can do is say, learn from those mistakes. You know from your if you're a freshman you learn that you know you're not a procrastinator you're not someone who can you know stay up all night and pass a test and you need to learn that you know you need to study a week long or if you're not someone who's social you know um you know staying inside is not going to help you make more friends you know you have to go outside you know you have to get out your comfort zone and as, as a freshman College is all about breaking your comfort zone because you're going to experience a lot of new things, like you said, new courses, new friends, you know, a, a new society, like how, we've been, how we're living in the 2020 as of right now. So I would just say uh, the first most important thing is don't give up.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, that's been our chat with Amir today. Uh, like I said, the class is Exploring Spirituality in College at UCM. There's one section, spots are limited. It'll be this spring, starting January 2021. Meeting Mondays and Wednesdays at 2. Uh, we really hope that uh, you have a chance to be a part of that group. where uh, We're going to continue having conversations like this. Amir, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. And let's, let's talk again soon, okay? All right. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate you having me on. Of course, man. Take care. Thank you.